0: Hi, everyone. My name is Josh and welcome to Quarant Teaching, reconciling change in education during the age of COVID-19. This podcast is intended to shed light on the successes and struggles of educators and students around the world during this sudden transition to online learning that so many of us are currently facing. Thanks for listening.
1: I've been really productive with like my uh, reading for my schoolwork, you know, like my thesis and stuff. But everything yeah. else has become so disorganized as far as like my you know Korean language classes or like the classes that I'm you know like I'm teaching that I'm, I'm supposed to be pretty like up to date on the gra- uh, the grading, and I've just kind of let that all go to hell.
0: Today, we're speaking with a very close friend of mine named Colin. Colin and I have been friends for about 20 years, and we first bonded through a shared interest in heavy metal music. Our separate paths eventually led us to teaching English in Daejeon, South Korea, concurrently, and then eventually to getting our master's degrees in Teesel. But Colin's change in life paths is currently underway as he is pursuing another master's degree.
1: Uh, Hello, my name is Colin Pate, um, and I am a um, a graduate student studying for a master's degree in geography at the University of Kansas. Um, I'm also a graduate teaching assistant. Um, I teach geography 102, human geography. Um, My focus is primarily on East Asian geopolitics with a focus on the Korean Peninsula, um, I also have a master's degree in TESOL, teaching English to speakers of other languages, um, which I got while I was teaching in Korea, uh, where I taught at, uh, I taught English as a guest English teacher for EPIC program for three years in um, Daejeon, uh, and then for two years at uh, Korea University of Technology and Education in Cheonan, um, and so anyway, i um, I'm back at KU now uh, because I want to focus, I want to change careers. I, I love teaching, but um, I wanted to shift more into uh, policy analysis and that kind of thing. And so I am um, studying for, uh, yeah, you know, geopolitics, political geography, that kind of thing.
0: Why, why do you think you don't have the motivation to... Um address the other things besides your own reading
1: um i think it's just because i'm enjoying the reading so much
0: okay yeah and
1: it's like like i mean think about it like i mean which would you be more excited to read about like the 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 stuff that you like really want to study or the stuff that you have to for the masters, like the methods, you know, it's like, it's the, the, the vegetables that you don't want to eat. <laughs> you know I mean? It's the broccoli. You still do need to eat the, okay, I guess like in this analogy, like the meat, you know, yeah. like there is like, it's not like you're not doing like, or you're, 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 you know, you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. There's just an imbalance.
0: Right. But and like, do you, do you think that imbalance would be in balance uh, if it weren't for this pandemic?
1: Yes. Yeah, because it,
0: it would have to be. It's clear that Colin's routine and motivation as a grad student has been suddenly changed by the pandemic. Let's see how his overall experience has changed. Can you tell us a little bit about what your courses were like before the pandemic um, like so for example, did, were all of your classes kind of modeled in the traditional design of meeting in person um or how much uh, were relegated to like online interaction before the pandemic um, okay, let me think um
1: I mean, obviously we corresponded via email and we had like some Blackboard stuff to do as far as, you know, like
0: submitting assignments and that kind of thing. Um, uh, can you can you explain what Blackboard is? I mean, I know what it is, but...
1: Oh, yeah. So Blackboard is a website um, and it's, I guess, uh, an interface or a, a portal mm-hmm. uh, in which... Um, students can, in, can interact with each other and with professors. And so it's a way that you can, instead of submitting an assignment, a hard copy to a professor, you can submit it via the Blackboard portal and then it is digitally sent where the professor can read it and grade it, or you can communicate with other students on there. So, yeah, I think... That make-
0: yeah, I think uh, we uh, Blackboard and um, Canvas and those c- types of platforms are generally referred to as learning management systems. Okay.
1: All right. So um, anyway, uh, uh, but besides the really basic uses for Blackboard, um, everything was in person, um, Like as far as physical attendance and um, in class, like in real life discussions, uh, group discussions, lectures, um, uh, all of my classes were like uh, in person. And so um, it was a a big change to shift to having to do everything uh, via the
0: Internet. So so with Blackboard, were you... Only submitting assignments through Blackboard. Were you having discussions on like the Blackboard forum?
1: No, no. We were just. It was. It was for all of my classes. It was just announcements and like submitting assignments. We we didn't use forums.
0: Okay. In terms of like uh, software um, that specifically made for educational purposes. Um, beyond Blackboard, there probably there doesn't seem to be anything else that you were using. No, I don't think so. Okay. All of your, so all of your courses now, both as a student and as a GTA, are 100% online now, is that right? Yes. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit about how that transition went? Uh, I think you mentioned earlier uh, that the transition... Well, I would imagine that it was a little rough because it seems like Blackboard is the only piece of educational technology you're really using among you, between you and your classmates and the professor. Um, So can you tell me a little bit how that transition went from um, completely, from all in-person classes to now all online classes in in what ways was that transition smooth and in in what ways was it a little rough so it's
1: kind of weird um the the language transition was actually really smooth
0: what do you mean Uh, the language transition
1: for 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 my korean language class
0: okay yeah sorry um are you a student or a a teacher i'm a student in that
1: class studying korean and so um Anyway, uh, I thought that was going to be a nightmare because like, you know, the technology is still not perfect for online conversations. And I thought, how, how are we going to do a room of 45 people? Like, oh, wow. you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's, like, a, that's a huge class. Or, or 30 or what? whatever it is still like it's, yeah yeah like you know anyway and so like, like in my mind like 10 is too many
0: yeah right. people
1: talk so like anyway so i thought it was gonna be i thought it just wasn't gonna work um and uh and actually it's worked okay the 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 if i studied like i did before um because we used to have to do like quizzes in person you know so you make you study but now we don't do those and so um so anyway um but that class transition has been really smooth um but then for my uh geography qualitative methods class um it's ruined the class because we we can't it's too late to, to try and come up with some sort of new like syllabus or something. Um, because in that class we were supposed to study, uh, like we were supposed to conduct like a, like a, like a research project, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, like, uh, and, and so we, we, we weren't able to do that by transitioning online and not being able to leave our homes. So what, what kind of research were you expected to do in that course? Um, we were going to interview um, local residents about the Wakarusa wetlands.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, because so, it was a combined class with an Indigenous Studies class. So how, why wouldn't you be able to do those interviews like on Zoom or Skype or whatever? Because th- I, mean, I don't think there was enough
1: time to set it up like we still had to submit the what's it called the ib oh yeah Mm -hmm. we we still had to do stuff like that and um uh and then it's it's hard i think to coordinate finding a bunch of people who fit the demographics who are willing to talk about this and getting a large enough sample and coordinating it um i think uh it was just—it was too hard, and so um, instead now we just have to like—I don't know—talk about what our thesis is or something.
0: <laughs> okay, so the, the the course is still on. It's not like the course has been canceled and be, they'll you're just gonna take it again in the fall. Right. It's just kind of. You're just kind of marching on.
1: Yeah, it's the best. I mean, like it's—it's it's nobody's fault or anything. It's just the best that we can do.
0: Yeah yeah so it would be unfair
1: to make us take the class again right right um but then again like for my geography 102 class um it's i i think personally we have done a good job um with the online transition but unfortunately like Okay, so what we used to do is we used to have every Friday group
0: discussion classes. Sorry, is is this the course that you're teaching as a GTA? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay.
1: Um, And so, uh, uh, so we'd have these discussion classes, and um, and so you know, like I, they had to read a New York Times article and then talk about it in the class and discuss it, and you know how it related to the key you know, or the, the the course material for the week, you know. Um, and so the, the discussions usually went like pretty well, you know, but now they're supposed to do them online. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just obvious if you read like what people write, it's not the same as engaging like in person. Right. Like, Because people are just going to, okay, somebody's going to post their thing. And then as a response, somebody else is just going to say like, like, wow, Jim, that was really great that you pointed that out. I hadn't thought about that before. You really made me look
0: at things in a different way. Like, you know what I mean?
1: It's not meaningful.
0: Is is this through Blackboard then? Yes. So are you, you're not using Zoom with your Geography 101 students?
1: No, and we try to um, we try to like have office hours and we've emailed and said like if you want to talk to us or if anything's confusing, but
0: nobody cares. So <laughs> So no one's has did you try to make an effort to like have a Zoom session? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because we, we, we
0: we've posted like we've said like if you
1: these are my Zoom office hours, but like, just email me if you want to Zoom because it's not like I'm doing anything, you
0: know? But I mean, like, so those discussions that you're having on Blackboard now, those before the pandemic, those took place in class, right? Yes. Right, but so you've, is, and that's a requirement of the students that they attend, that they attended that course in person? yes right so couldn't you just tell them that the zoom a zoom session is required because it's basically a replacement of the in-person discussion
1: yeah i guess you could Mm -hmm. um but for i can't remember why but for whatever reason it, it wasn't like that like it, it, I I don't know why the yeah I hadn't thought about that Maybe, some, I'll, maybe. I'll think about it and get back to you there's I'm sure there's some reason for why
0: okay mm. okay so th- there was maybe just some hurdle or obstacle that you just can't recall at the moment.
1: Yeah right
0: okay. tell us then a little bit about how exactly um, your Korean language course has been kind of a success in the transition. You've mentioned that um, I'm not sure if you did, but I, th- I think we've talked before, like you are, you're using Zoom with that, right? Right. And does the teacher um, put you into like breakout rooms or how, like, how do you practice the language during the Zoom session, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, she puts us into breakout rooms, and then um, you can like summon the professor. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like you, you can you can say like, "Hey, I need help" or something, and then
0: like oh, you, don't, you don't need a spell or anything.
1: Well, they'll. I I just say like. I jokingly say I summon the professor yeah, you summon the professor, but it's kind of like, cause you're, it's like, you're playing a game and you like, you click like, like invite host, or you, you, you do something and then they just like appear and they're like, Oh, you need help. So it's,
0: it's like, they just appear when you command for them to be there. So you, you've gamified it, but no one else has gamified it.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, um, uh, So like that, I think also um, I was impressed because Zoom overall is pretty stable. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought it was just going to be constantly chaos, like people talking and weird noises and freezing and hiccuping. Just because I remember I, I used to use Skype, I guess, a lot more like when I was living in Korea. but. I just remember, even then, like I don't know, it was always dicey the connection, right? You know, there was always problems or issues, and so, um, so I just thought it was going to be a nightmare. But it's it's been relatively stable, and um, uh, I think everybody does a good job of muting their microphones, and you know,
0: so So, uh, what has made Zoom two things that have made zoom successful in your online korean course is that there are, is internet connectivity um like a, a high quality of internet connectivity yes and second of all there is a certain amount of digital literacy skills among your classmates yes yes okay you think there are any ways that educational different kinds of educational technology could be used in your Um, courses as they are now to help like um facilitate things a little bit better
1: yeah um that's really really tough because i'm just trying to think about how you would use that to conduct uh, I mean, besides Zoom or something, like h- how you would use that stuff to conduct like qualitative research.
0: I asked Colin how the implementation of educational technology could be used to repair the damage done to his qualitative methods class we had discussed earlier.
1: Yeah, and, like that's like authentic, right?
0: Yeah
1: for that course yeah I mean because other than that all we do is we just we just do discussion but there's not that many there's like 12 people in the class and that goes pretty well I guess over zoom
0: okay yeah I don't know okay that's no
1: problem because I I I even when I was teaching I didn't use that much technology outside of powerpoint
0: yeah So it sounds like, for one course, you've had a pretty smooth transition to online learning, and then for another course, it basically just uh, destroyed the course. Yeah. Um, so who I was, I wanted to know who supported you during the transition to online teaching and online on, online learning and in what ways did they support you and also who could have supported you more and in what ways so think think about your professors uh, other gtas maybe the administration
1: yeah i would say professors and other gtas the um uh i'm i don't know like i think you know b- before the the pandemic we were still expected to know how to use Blackboard and Zoom isn't that hard to figure out. Um, but uh, I would say like, for example, my professor, the, the, you know, the, one, the, the main professor for Geography 102, like who I'm, mm-hmm. who I'm working for for the class, um, she has been really, really good about like extra correspondence. Um, as we transition to online you know and so um so she's been really like good about you know we, we 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 talk to her almost every day uh and so um let me think so that's one example but then like for i don't know it's hard for me just because all of this has been like so sudden Uh, it's, it's hard for me to think about like how it could be better.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, Well, so so this, this professor that you said has been emailing uh, everybody a lot. Um, What, what has she, what has been the content of those emails in terms of, Like, how how specifically has she supported you in this transition? Like, in what ways?
1: Uh, Like, I I mean, checking in as far as, like, if everything is working okay, or sometimes uh, students will email her, and instead of just making some decision that might affect, like, the syllabus or how, you know, certain things are going to be interpreted for, you know, like, rules for the class or whatever, deadlines or – expectations uh, uh she'll like email us and ask um like what we think or what we you know what what's fair um uh, in our eyes or that kind of thing um but also like even she'll even check in like to see how we're all doing like mentally you know
0: oh, that's
1: great. Uh, yeah 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 she's really cool um so uh i think like that's something that's helpful, um, as well. Uh, all my professors have been like that actually, as far as like checking in on us to see how we're doing. Um, so, um, let me think. Uh, oh, one thing that I'm happy about is that I'm in a reading group also, um, which is for, you know, like one credit hour. And, um, uh, we've still been doing that, like via Zoom, and I think everybody really enjoys that because it's it's less formal than it was. It wasn't really that formal to begin with, but you know, like it's obvious that like even the professors are kind of getting lonely. Maybe
0: uh-huh. we all have kind of more fun like via Zoom for that reading group. Um, so it, in that with that example, is how would you feel if that reading course or even your Korean course? Would would you even prefer those courses to continue as online courses? Sure. I mean, I, I mean, let's say let's say for example that tomorrow everything went back to normal. Would right. you prefer those as online courses now, or would you prefer them as they were as in-person courses?
1: No, I would. I would prefer everything to go back to the way it was, just because I was more like organized. Mm-hmm. I-, I was happy, like you know, I I um. I, w- I had, like, my, like, I-, I was definitely in a groove, you know. I had a good um, pattern going as far as, like, getting enough sleep, eating well, um, you know, like, keeping a planner. Like, right, like, I-, I haven't written in my planner in a while, which is not good.
0: So I I, wa- I want to go back to what you mentioned before about your professors being kind of on top of checking in with you and making sure like you're mentally and maybe emotionally. Okay. Um, do you think that's a, a, uh, I don't know, an, an approach maybe, um, or do you think that's something that all professors should be doing at this time? Has that, has that really helped you, um, feel like uh, Well, yeah. I mean, do you think that professors should be doing this and do you think that's been kind of, beneficial for you and maybe your classmates
1: oh yeah of Mm -hmm. course definitely I I think also in a way may I I I like to think that it's also beneficial for the professors as well how so well because some of my professors have been open about like not like doing well with 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 the pandemic
0: oh they're like I haven't taken a shower and Five days, and I'm eating ravioli for every meal. Yeah,
1: they're just they're just they're they're just kind of lonely. They're craving the social interaction, and you know, right. and so so I wonder if um, it it might be good. I, I like to think that it's good for them too, you know. Yeah, but but no, I think it's good for us as well for as the students. Cool. Um. Okay. Everybody, uh, everybody should check in with each other all the time.
0: Yeah. So, do, do you check in with the other GTAs?
1: Uh huh. Um, well, like, not all of them, but like the ones for um, my Geography 102 class. Yeah. But we're all like, we're all in the same office. And so we, we, we're we all friends, like, anyway. Yeah. Like, okay. So, like, we'll, we'll all like grab drinks or whatever. Like, so, you know, or, or eat or, you know, so, so like, we we were like kind of close before uh, the pandemic, or b- I'm sorry, before um, we taught in Geography 102 to- together for this semester.
0: Okay. Now I I'm going to ask you for a prediction. Okay. What do you predict will happen with education in general post pandemic? And what do you think will happen with online education specifically in the future of online education?
1: Well, I think it's probably just going to speed up the transition,
0: right? Even if it's a the transition to online learning? Yeah, even if it's a miserable failure. Here, I'm referring to the sudden transition to online learning and I'm also playing a little bit of the devil's advocate.
1: Well, but I don't think it is a miserable failure. Why not? The the transition to online? Yeah. Because I think um Well, for like, 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 okay. So, for my Korean language class, for example, like, it's still good.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's just not as good as it was. Okay, but you could still totally learn Korean this way. Mm -hmm. It just, it, it would just you, you would have to just do more work on your end, like, or not even more work. You just have to do the same as you were Mm -hmm. like before it was just the only reason why like for example like you shouldn't study the vocabulary because you have a quiz you should study it to just get better at the language so like the only reason why it worked for me is because like I'm naturally going to be lazy and if there's not a quiz I'm not going to study for it and I'm going to get by and be like oh I can just study it later you
0: know And I think you said earlier that there are no quizzes now. Is that right?
1: Right. And so, so like, but I had been in such a habit of studying in the past that if they had taken away the quizzes, but, like, I was still, uh, like, in that, like, groove or pattern, I still would have, like, studied the vocabulary. It it wouldn't have really mattered. Um, But now that, like, we're not required to, like, be, like, in person in class i guess so to speak um you can like hide via zoom like there are people in my like in that class who i forget about because i don't see them and they never talk you know so
0: so are you studying vocabulary less now less often yes so isn't that isn't that a downside though of that?
1: Yeah, but it's like a shortcoming on my end. It's I don't think okay. I don't think it really has anything to do like with the education like itself. Like I I feel like the the students who like like I I I think some people in there study Korean as like a hobby. Yeah. Like they they really like it. And so for them I think they would learn just as much Like, or maybe not just as much, but I'm just going to throw out a number and say ninety percent or eighty percent of versus like in person, you know? Okay. Whereas if it was a miserable failure, like it would be like ten percent or twenty percent, you know?
0: All right. Um, Yeah, I was just trying to play devil's advocate a little bit. Yeah, sure, but but, Uh, like,
1: but like, it was a miserable failure for like my geography 875 class right you know for you know just unfortunately
0: so uh, so but you think overall in general online education is going to accelerate after the pandemic yes why because i think it, it was it
1: was becoming increasingly common for so many things to like go online or be offered online that, you know, like, I got my master's degree online, you know, like, mm-hmm. from Korea. And, and like, it, it was weird to me because I felt like, surely, nobody is going to take a master's degree you got online seriously. Right. But, but it is taken seriously.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, I don't have any hard evidence for this, but I intuitively feel like online education or especially like getting a complete degree online like even 15 years ago was not taken very seriously of course not and then now it it was not reputable
1: and i can tell you now like i have a master's degree that i got like via the internet and then i'm I'm getting another one, or hopefully, I will. Uh, um, at Ku now, like, and I'm doing it like in person, and it's it's way harder. It's way more of a challenge. Yeah, you know. So, like, ba- based on my experience, that yeah, but I mean, because like on stuff that happening online digitally is getting so normalized like with so many things that i think it's just natural that you're of course you're going to have online learning and because you can like for example like if you want to learn bass guitar it's probably better for you to get the lessons in person
0: yeah
1: right but Mm -hmm. for a fraction of the cost you can do your lessons like online? You can buy like a course online, and you can get pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. like so do you, online course, but for a fraction of the cost.
0: So, so do you do you think that for um, when you're when you decide to take a you know degree completely online, you are often sacrificing quality for cost and then vice versa for traditional in-person degrees i would say generally speaking based on my like limited experience yeah
1: yes but i think like the 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 value it, i mean it might it might it might be a good trade-off like or it could be like yeah i mean i'm convinced that the base lessons that i got online of this like course that i bought um i i don't know i feel like it was much cheaper and i learned more than i would if i had taken the base lessons from somebody like in real life
0: okay because i
1: think it's just because with the online stuff like not only is it cheaper, but you can get the kind of lessons at your convenience, mm-hmm. and like you, you, you can't necessarily meet with somebody when you, like, you can't go to a bass lesson or a bass guitar lesson at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's conv- part of its convenience.
1: Yeah, and, and it's much cheaper, and you st- right. it, you could potentially get like ninety percent of what you would otherwise, you know, like, like there would be a 10% you wouldn't get if you, you know, were in person. Yeah, possibly, but I mean, it
0: could also just be terrible, you know? (laughs) Right. I mean, I'm sure the quality varies. Sure. Quite, quite a lot. I had one last question for Colin. What is your advice for GTAs and or students out there who are struggling with the challenge or sorry, struggling with the transition from in-person classes to online classes.
1: I mean, I can only think about, I guess, like compared to my own personal experience. Okay. If if I was giving advice to myself, I would say, you know, it's tempting to just continue the deep dive into the stuff that you want to read. Um, but, you know, it's also important to um, keep up like a schedule as far as like the, what you were doing before. And so I, I'm 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 halfway there because I still I keep a regular like sleep schedule a little bit like before. I'm just not getting up quite as early, um, uh, and I'm like exercising, um, but I do have to sometimes put off the stuff that I want to do to do, you know, things that I need to do like grading or whatever. Um, but also reminding myself that I need to make an effort for the the human interaction as well by, you know, checking in with, um, not just the, you know, my fellow GTAs, but also, um, family and friends, um, making the effort to, you know, reach out. And also, you know, people want to talk or zoom or whatever, um, you know, and that, that feels good. I think uh, to
0: do that. Thanks for listening to this episode of core and teaching. Please follow Quorn Teaching on Spotify in order to hear future episodes about how other teachers and students around the world are reconciling with changes in education during the age of COVID-19.